Welcome back to Tales from the Teacher's Lounge. I'm Lauren Morris, and I'm pretty excited to bring you our second episode that features Nate Parsons. We caught up with Nate about six weeks after our first interview to see how things have been going. Unfortunately, all of my questions and dialogue somehow got lost in the saving process. So what you're listening to today is Nate's responses to questions about what's been going on. I still think you're going to get a ton of information out of it. You're going to get to see how Nate is growing. You're going to see how by taking some time and looking at what he's been doing, he's found some answers to some common questions that we all have as coaches and teachers. So once again, thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoy Tales from the Teacher's Lounge. We have had nine total now. Uh, Last time I believe we had five, so that's about four more since then. We have gotten uh, practices with all but two of our players, and those have uh, not been the same two players. So I feel like we've not gotten that 100% practice, but we've gotten a large enough group where we I can really see how all of the pairs have worked together. And so I'm much more relaxed than before when we had only had six people at a time. And we now have been given two show dates in the future. We are uh, premiering April 12th, and we have another show on April 26th. And if we have enough of a crowd draw from those two shows, and if the show itself goes well, then we could get a continuing run on a monthly basis. Yeah, we have uh, just logistically set a tech setup date for uh, anyone that's interested to come and help us program light sequences and music and to uh, figure out how we want to use the stage. And then there is a time TBD, uh, potentially maybe the same as our regular practice slot, a mandatory tech rehearsal where we would have the uh, lights and sound. And uh, we already have, uh, I've worked with the people on the team that have already approached me saying, hey, I'm not going to be around much in March or April, and they have uh, self-selected them out of the first show, but uh, want to come and watch and join after that. So it's definitely uh, was encouraging that it to hear that it wasn't just my worries. Everyone was concerned about the group mind or hive mind, as some people call it, uh, needs to be first and that everyone is in service of the show. Yeah, I don't have to be draconian. And that's really what I'm trying to do within the show format as well is help people do what they want to do. And uh, I keep saying if anything I'm saying uh, is counter to what you want to do and see in a show, let me know and uh I will adapt even though I do want to be this strong voice of uh, here's what I want to see. I don't want to see it at the expense of the good of the players. I already knew that Craig was a fantastic teacher, but to see him in such a similar setting to what I had been in because the teams I was seeing were uh, making some of the same moves good and less good than my team was 
and uh, I got to it was a sense like seeing the experiment play out in an alternate universe and what role I could take, like what level I could rise to. Uh, I saw how many skills as a teacher I'm lacking, but not in a way that I could never uh, be that good. Uh, not to say that I'm days or months or single-digit years away from being anything like Craig Kukowski, but having that perspective of uh, writing my own notes, what would I say to the team at this point, and then comparing it to what Craig would say. I was making the same observations he was, but then my comments would have only been surface level. Like, I saw you uh, say this and that was unclear. You could have said something else unclear, whereas Craig uh, would zoom out and return to uh, the core principle of the format and of improv in general and start his note from there and really made it seem like he was, or not seem like, but he really was presenting a cohesive picture of what he wanted to see in a JTS Brown show. I think uh, that just by coaching, I've already improved at that, but to get to that deeper level, what I need to do is sit down and study the fundamentals uh, much more deeply, the um, influences of the JTS Brown form. Craig has been very open about what they are. I just haven't spent the time to read or watch them and to really internalize what it is rather than uh, focus on what's on the surface. I noticed uh, when comparing my notes from this exercise to my notes while taking the workshop at Yosemite, he would say, here is principle X, therefore you should do Y. And in my notes, I just wrote down, do Y. And then I told my team, do Y. And they didn't have that context. And I have been making connections between this and the other things that I know a lot about. I have did marching band all through high school, and uh, they would tell us how specifically to stand straight and uh, how to walk so that you don't bounce. Uh, in terms of like what you could see, but what really reinforced it was the analogies. You are rolling your feet uh, so that you glide. Think about uh, having a plumb line from your uh, head going down your spine and align yourself to that plumb line. You're not thinking in terms of muscle contractions or angles. You're thinking in terms of these visceral metaphors. And then the result is the same as if you had told someone, hold this joint at this many degrees, but that's not how the mind works. We think in terms of deeper analogies, and that's what I saw him do for the JTS. But I did like one thing that he uh, said towards the end of the second session was that it is a uh, form and a philosophy, and I'm trying to be as close as possible to his wording, uh, is an authority because he said he's a pretty good authority because he was there originally. But he said it in like a whimsical way and uh, is just 
uh, amused and thrilled, I think, to see other people seeking it out and making it their own. And also he kept stressing that this should be a uh, freeing form. You should feel uh, able to follow any inspiration you take. And so what I've had been doing of trying to prescribe certain moves and focusing on you know, the three kinds of edits you can't do is putting people more in their heads and that uh, I should always ask myself, is this note or exercise going to put people more in their heads or give them more empowerment to follow their inspiration? I think I should stick to the the basic notes like uh, transformations between scenes should have a change in energy and when in doubt just restate that principle rather than uh, going through and nitpicking ways that I have seen ways that they could have done things differently. Uh, Just highlight the goalpost and let them get there. Craig also said that uh, when he directs, he sees people do things that he's not capable of all the time, which uh, I trust him because he said it, but uh, to have a hard time believing that there are things that he can't do. I also had uh, connected it to my initial uh, hesitancy to coach or teach at all in that I had to say I need to be a house team player that has successful shows every week before I can start teaching. And I'm not at that level where I consistently have good shows and can point people to look at my behavior. But that doesn't mean I can't point people towards uh, what I see as good practices and good philosophies. By talking to you, I'm hoping that some people that are uh, on the fence about taking the risk can, uh, can decide for themselves that they have the right motivations and get in there and start doing it. And I've also thought a lot about the answer I gave to your question of uh, whether I would be a teacher of a general uh, level And that was the first time someone has asked me that and first time I articulated the reason. And right after giving it, I thought, that's a pretty self-centered, egotistical way to think about it, that I might ruin someone's life as a teacher. My reaction to that was that I shouldn't think of myself so highly that I would have such an effect, knowing that I... uh, I'm not the type of person to be abusive or uh, willfully uh, harmful. Uh, and then also listening to a few more of your episodes where Jill talked about handing a class off to some new teachers and how she had underprepared them and thrown them in the deep end and wasn't so sure if those students would come back. Maybe being a teacher will have negative consequences on the students' lives, but that shouldn't be the reason to stop doing it or not do it at all. The other thing that happened while I was uh, away taking this workshop is that I invited Robert Long and Joe Spence to come up and guest coach for my team. Yeah, so uh, I was uh, 
getting my mind blown by a person more experienced in JTS while they uh, were also getting their eyes open to many of the same things. And uh, after taking the uh, Saturday workshop, I immediately got on Facebook to tell my team that I've been <laughs> steering them all wrong and that uh, I've underemphasized the important core principles and uh, to you know basically warn them that Robert Long, who does know the principles uh, better than I do because he's been on one, a JTS team, uh, will be coming in with a vastly different perspective, and I didn't want them to say, well, Nate's been telling us this thing, How? why should we believe you? I wanted them to know that uh, Robert will be coming in with this perspective, and uh, they had much the same experience that I did, that they felt more free and that uh, they uh, had a whole lot to think about and wouldn't see the JTS in the same way again. But then it was uh, hard to hear, and I realized how big my ego had gotten when I then heard the confirmation after their practice. It was exactly what I expected to hear, was that, Nate, you haven't been uh, hitting the mark, but uh, coming from them, I felt myself getting defensive. I felt myself taking the note the way I wouldn't want a teacher or a student to take a note because I had been putting a lot of myself out there to coach in the way I had, and I had been misdirected, but I was doing the best I could with the knowledge I had at the time. Well, I forced myself not to respond. I'm fortunate that it was over text, and so... Uh, there wasn't a face-to-face -face immediate need to react. And I really uh, forced myself to confront how I felt, how uh, and why I thought that it was an attack when it was something that I knew was coming. And that what I was really uh, getting from them was a, the joy of their experience with Robert and Joe and that I should focus on that and not myself. That feedback doesn't happen within an individual practice so that we're arguing uh, within our precious three-hour practice block. Uh, I would like to... Uh, I wouldn't like to be wrong at all, but I'd like to uh, be wrong and complete the exercise and then correct it the next week after there's been time to process and back and forth and agree on what the problem is. And I'd also like to bring in someone with more experience to watch me coach and could give me notes on notes. But as we've now gotten to a, uh, what I think is a comfortable number of players on the team, uh, that's less pressure on me to make things easier for people to come. We, we have the players now. Uh, it's essentially just a stronger negotiating position. Yeah. What we do need for the team to survive is to follow the rules that we've agreed to. Uh, something else 
yeah, uh, that we haven't touched on yet is individual feedback and how to do it and how often to do it. I um, when we had talked last time, I had um, given some vague encouragement to some people verbally and some one harsh or what I thought of as a difficult to give note and that came with a challenge and I'm very happy to say that this person has risen up to what I challenged them to do and has become a more confident player has uh, been an asset to pretty much every scene and that people are jumping in to be in scenes with the person and so things went really well but I was still struggling to give notes to like anyone else really uh, and I even in one practice said uh, alright this week I'm going to reach out to every one of you with a note and uh, I had recorded the set so that I could go back over it and make sure the note was grounded in what was there and you know I'd set myself up with a deadline and I think the amount of pressure that I put myself under uh, led to me getting sick that week and I didn't give a note to anyone and so I thought this is not good I won't be able to give any more notes and I had another somewhat harsh note to give or that I thought would might not be accepted well and I wanted to tell the good players that they were doing good in what uh, I liked about them uh, and at some point I realized that I didn't need to come up with 12 bespoke notes for all 12 players they could all get the same note if the same note applied to all of them. And so I haven't completed that yet as we're talking now, but I, uh, just going back to the core principles that Craig freshly outlined this weekend, have said, okay, uh, these people are ready for this note, these people are ready for that note, and uh, so shh, don't tell them, but they're all... <laughs> getting essentially the same notes and it's the same thing that I'm going to emphasize for the entire group next practice because they're the core principles of the show. Yeah, I I wanted you know, every note to have the sandwich principle and so then I had to find equal good and bad things and I had to uh, have a list of specific examples or maybe they wouldn't believe me. And I was just setting myself up for a Herculean task that I haven't even expected from my own teachers and coaches. And without, uh, again, going back to me not having the core principles, um, I think having, whether it be the triangle of the scene or the JTS uh, notions of absolute support and dream logic and uh, theatricality, all of my notes were just band-aids. And when you have a core principle and you believe in the core principle, you uh, knowing that it's enough to just restate it and that you'll 
uh, correct or people will figure out how to self-correct themselves. Unknowingly did myself a huge favor by picking something so specific to start with first. And uh, I actually uh, learned from talking to Craig that the f- he thinks the first class he taught was the movie and that didn't go well for him because he had watched a lot of movies but coaching the movie was a different animal and uh, something that Paul is much better at doing and that he fell into his own when he started teaching the Herald and uh, that was the thing that he had been learning and studying so closely and it's another format with a strong core set of principles that you can always go back to. The This one you know, second hard note that I mentioned I gave this morning and uh, first response was, thank you. I see that too. And uh, this is something that I um, made up for myself. I don't know if it's common, but I separated what I wanted to happen and I um, tried to not use any waffle words like this is what I expect to happen in every scene and then put on top of that a challenge uh, that would be a way to get there or a way to get beyond there uh, so that it was clear what I felt was optional and what was uh, more aspirational I think there is a role in um letting people do sets with extensive side coaching where you do backtrack or you uh, jump into a pause between lines to throw out like a say who you are to each other uh, sort of things. But if you only do that, then they'll never get used to having the training wheels off. Yeah, that'll be uh, something that I have a chance to learn and uh it will take me longer to recognize than you or other more experienced teachers, but I do have this group for a long time. And the uh, one thing I've been able to do with the people I've reached out to so far is I gave my feedback that has largely been positive because uh, we're seeing so many good scenes and uh, you know everyone was asked to be on the team for a reason uh, is that I ask for feedback for me or other players and I've been getting new information for myself whether it's about their uh, own struggles what they find difficult or um, if they have problems with other players on the team that uh If I had asked sooner, I would have been able to nip some of these problems in the bud, but it's still not too late now for me to uh, talk to all parties individually and together if need be. I'm going to go through and um, uh, rewrite all of my notes, watch some recordings, listen to recordings, and uh, really come up with how I'm going to describe these principles and then choose from the exercises I know how to reinforce those and you know to some extent uh, 
we only have 20 some days till our first show so the more important thing is to do as many sets as possible i feel excited i think that with this new focus there's always the potential for failure but we will set ourselves up for success (laughs) 